Hello, I'm Deb Knight and welcome to the Money News Market Wrap podcast, your daily dose of money movements delivered straight to your device on this Thursday the 15th of February 2024. The ASX got a good lead from Wall Street overnight and carried that momentum right through the day. The ASX 200 lifted by 0.8% or 58 points to 7,605. Eight of the 11 sectors were in the green, with five of them up more than 1%. But it seems the punishment we've been taking to solve the inflation problem is hitting the jobs market right now. The jobless rate lifted to its highest level in two years, leaping from 3.9 to 4.1%. The number of unemployed people increased by 22,000 through the first month of the year, with the number of hours worked also down. The unemployment rate has now lifted by half a percent over the last four months, a clear sign the economy is in decline. The underemployment rate, which takes a look at whether people are getting the hours they want in their jobs, increased up by 0.2% to 6.6%, with the participation rate flat at 66.8%. On the release of the data, the market saw a slight uptick as analysts adjust their expectations for when the first interest rate cuts might come through. Money markets have now fully priced the first 25 basis point cut by the RBA for September, with a 60% chance of a second cut by December. One of the mandates of the Reserve Bank is to aim for full employment. And while today's figures still tell a story of historic lows, further slides could spring a change on interest rates that's earlier than expected. You can hear more on the jobs figures by listening to Money News tonight at 7pm or via the podcast feed. With the market flying, here's what we had our eyes on. A takeover bid by a Japanese semiconductor producer for tech company Altium saw its share price rapidly soaring. A $9.1 billion cash offer for Altium saw shares lifting by more than 28% on the day. That led the tech sector to gains of almost 7%, with WiseTech Global and Zero both lifting by more than 4.5%. A solid first-half profit for West Farmers saw its share price climb by 5% to $61.91 and a 29% jump in profit to $1.1 billion for real estate company Goodman Group saw its shares up 7% to $28.00. 47. Not all peachy though, and the woes of Australian nickel manufacturing hit the ASX leader BHP today. The big Australian lost $200 million on its West Australian operations, sending shares down 1.7% to $45.17. ProMedicus plunged more than 13% to $94, despite the company lifting its interim net profit by 33.3%. And not a good day for the energy sector. Woodside, Santos and Yankol were all down. Whitehaven cut its dividend on lower coal prices, with shares lower almost 6% to $7.08. On the currency markets, there was a rebound for the Aussie dollar from yesterday's drop. It's now worth 64.8 US cents, 51.6 British pence, 97 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Gold remains steady, just above the US $2,000 an ounce mark. Iron ore lifted above US $129 a tonne and the oil price dropped with Brent crude now valued at US 81 a barrel. Bitcoin's meteoric rise continues with one coin worth 80,537 Australian dollars and that's only a few thousand off record highs achieved in November 2021. 
The cost of living crunch might be hitting us mere mortals, but it seems to be water off a duck's back for Australia's 50 richest people. Forbes has released its annual report and the collective wealth of the super rich down under has gone up by $9 billion to $222 billion. Mining magnate Gina Reinhart has held on to the number one spot worth $30.2 billion, down from 30.6 last year, but what's $400 million between friends? Andrew Forrest and family again come in at number two, worth $21.5 billion. And rounding out the top three is the now 90-year-old property magnate Harry Trigoboff, with a net worth of $16.2 billion. And there were two new entrants this year. Both have inherited their wealth, including the nieces of mining heiress Angela Bennett and the family of property developer Lang Walker. Welcome to the Billionaires Club. Tonight on the show, I'll speak to the top brass from two of Australia's biggest 15 companies, CEO of West Farmers, Rob Scott, and CFO of Telstra, Michael Ackland. And I'll look at what today's unemployment figures mean for interest rates with The Motley Fool's Scott Phillips. That's at 7pm tonight on your radio, via streaming or in your podcast feed. I'm Deb Knight. I'll speak to you then.